Our ideas about the best ways to raise kids stem largely from our culture. The way you grew up, the values you were given, and the cultural norms you witnessed influence how you raise your kids. Not surprisingly, parents from various parts of the globe have different ideas about how to raise the next generation. VeryWellFamily.com lists a few interesting ones. Babies in Denmark stay outside in their strollers while parents shop or dine. Kids in Japan are seen using public transportation on their own from young ages. Kids in Sweden aren't spanked. It was the first country to ban spanking in 1979. The list of countries that ban spanking children continues to grow. The Philippines and the USA are not included in this list, so parents in these two countries can still use spanking or in Tagalog, palo, as a way to discipline kids. Aside from this, what else do parents in these countries have in common when it comes to parenting? Hello everyone, welcome to Banana Q Podcast. In our 35th episode called How Do Pinoy Parents Compare to Hollywood Parents, Ray and I compared Filipino parents to American parents as portrayed in Hollywood since we don't have any personal experience on actual American parents. I suppose this episode is kind of a follow-up to that, but this time, someone with real-life experience will be shedding light on the subject matter, and that is Penny. She is a Filipino parent to three kids and is currently based in the USA, but she grew up in the Philippines. Without further ado, here's our conversation. Hi, Banana Key Podcasters. I am Penelope May, and you guys can call me Penny. Um, I tend to just use Penny because a lot of people currently like butcher my name, both in the Philippines <laughs> and abroad, so okay. we just turn to like um, use Penny. Yeah, I moved here in the U.S. back in 2013, uh, married with three, um, I will call them my little angels, but in reality, <laughs> sometimes I call them my hooligans. <laughs> we can all talk about that sometime um, later today or, or throughout this whole podcast. Mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> hello, hello. When we interview Filipinos who move abroad, our listeners are interested in their story. Can you give us a brief background about how you ended up in the U.S.A.? Okay, here's the thing. When I was growing up, my parents, especially my mom, really wanted to move here in the U.S. And I I don't. Mm. I mean, if I go to the U.S., I just want to tour it, kind of like see the sights and whatnot, and then go back home, settle in the Philippines, and kind of be happy. I really like the Philippines. However, the universe has different plans for me. I met someone through work, and I ended up falling in love, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and then just moving here via fiancé visa, Three days after landing in the U.S. soil, we got married. And then from there, we just started a family. However, prior to that, um, we were too excited to start a family. So I got pregnant even before moving to the U.S. Oh, so, okay. You know, like a year of kind of like bringing up my son in the Philippines and then moving here, kind of like continued on to that thing. Oh, I see. So your husband is American. Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. White as taste in the snow. <laughs> no, <laughs> All right. Okay. So your kids are mestizos, just for context. All right. That's cool. So why don't we talk about the differences of bringing up kids in Philippines versus the U.S.? You mentioned that you actually took care of your first boy in the Philippines for mm-hmm. a year, right? So how was that like? Did you need daycare or is there such a thing in the Philippines actually? So I don't know. Like when I was, when I had a kid in the Philippines, I didn't know if daycare existed back then. I guess there was like little like kiddie centers in the barangays, but mm-hmm. um, I did not um, utilize any of those. I lived with my family back then. So it was just the Lolo and the Lola was really taking care of my kid. The one thing that's, I guess, worked for me really well was I was working in a call center as a workforce analyst. And with that being said, our client was North America. So my days are kind of like swapped, inverted. Mm, So I was able to kind of like still take care of my kid in the mornings, you know, just a little sacrifice here and there to just be with the kid and like have your presence be known Mm. and sleep like three hours of the day and then go back to work and then do my thing. So really, for the most part, my 
kid will only be with the lolo and the lola during sleeping time so mm. he would barely not even realize that i wasn't there i mm. guess plus he was a baby mm-hmm. uh, but i didn't utilize ayaya so i don't <laughs> know why I, i'm not a parent who's like oh i can't leave my kid because mm. i can't trust this person and all that craziness um mm-hmm. we're just so I feel like I'm like a bad mom because of that. So I live my kids. Um, <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> okay. And <Exactly>. then. <laughs> I, I don't have any qualms. But, but really, like, I looked into that. But I was like, well, I have my parents with me. And they're, like, mm. taking care of my kids. And he was the only apple back then. Mm. And I guess, like, right outside of my other kids. So he really has, like, 100% time coming mm. from my parents. Yeah. But now that I'm here, I'm kind of like, holy cow like <laughs> i wish i can have one or maybe two i grew up with three i mean wow but that is common in the philippines right like even yes. i myself my parents were not wealthy at all but yeah i did have a yaya my brother and i shared one yaya i think and that is common in the philippines probably because it was more affordable as well if you would compare it to, I imagine in the U.S., it's a lot more expensive, which maybe that's the next oh, part yeah. that we can talk about. So in the U.S., do you have family there with you? I kind of do, but I live in Virginia. Mm. The closest one would be in New York, which is mm. about four and a half hours drive from where I live. And then most of them are actually in California. My husband's family, on the other hand, they live in Virginia. Mm. However, they're about two hours away. Mm. So it's just us here. Yeah. And it worked for us. The only downside of it is obviously we don't have like free childcare when we want to go out, which is my husband and I. Mm-hmm. Or if one of us gets sick, no one else is going to be able to help us out at the bat of an eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the downsides of, like, not having family around. But then, both you and your husband are working, am I right? Yes, correct. So, how about those days when you're working? Do you need to put your child in daycare? Yes. So, that's one of the causes, that big chunk of cause of, like, childcare nowadays, especially for for families that has two people pulling in the money. And that's Mm. very typical. Here in the U.S., you don't see a lot of people with just one family or one family income. I remember back when I was in North Virginia, I was paying $3,000 a month. Oh my gosh. For two okay. So yeah, yeah, it was a big chunk of money. And that's one of the reasons why we kind of like decided to move away from that city, from that area to a more affordable one so far. And I'm really, really excited for this because my youngest one is four. Mm. And public school here or a big school here starts at five at kindergarten right so only have a f- and it's right around august september for mm. this year so i only have a few more months of paying right now i pay about a thousand a month mm-hmm. let's call it 1100 so I've, i pay one thousand a hundred dollars a month for, for for one child yeah oh my gosh that is so pricey yes uh-huh. and i'm like really excited for august to roll in because that's like a lot of money to be put somewhere else, which somewhere else also known as like another kid's activity. Mm. <laughs> that's also another thing that I guess it's different. When I was growing up back in the Philippines, I did a little bit of ballet, a little bit of dance and swim, mm. but it's not like the pressure that me as a parent mm-hmm. I feel, feels like here in the US. So here it's kind of like, most of the kids would have like what they call an after-school activity. Right, okay. So they either go taekwondo or, you know, like any other stuff. Like my kids did taekwondo, swimming, just stuff like that. They did dance too, like hip-hop and, and ballet and other stuff. Right, okay. And you know, that that adds up. Yeah. Especially not three kids. So, And they only have one. Mm. And we choose to just have them one. Mm-hmm. When we writing out stuff like okay what are the kids interests and kind of like tally mm. it all up. when we did it i was like dude it's like about a th- another thousand dollars a month oh, just gosh. having them go through all of that um, and my husband and i decided to like you know what let's cut back and kind of like figure out the things that they actually want and maybe cycle through them oh based right. on Mm. So they kind of just have like have their hand on it, kind of experience it, and then mm. give us a feedback. We want to continue doing this. Yeah, that's and, good. And you know, like we're very transparent with our kids, and like we can't do this because you know it's expensive and all of that. And 
you know, they, they do understand that kind of stuff. Thank goodness. I, maybe they're just saying yes. Maybe they're <laughs> like, what the hell, these parents are useless. But at the end of the day, they were like smiling and whatnot. <laughs> I'd rather be like very open to them, even with that kind of stuff. So that they're aware and they don't expect things that like money doesn't come. Oh, that yeah. is one of the things mom would say mm. tree, money does not come out of the tree mm-hmm. or my mom would even say like i don't poop money and if it <laughs> even if i do my arse is my behind is going to be like hurting like hell right now just because <laughs> of the amount of money that i have to like poop out so. That is so funny your mom is so funny <laughs> but yeah that, that you're right i think that that is a good approach and i think your kids will understand right rather than feel like why are my parents holding out they know the truth uh-huh. and they are also going to know the value of money all right then so since you talked about after school activities why don't we talk about school so what are the differences in well school in general in the philippines since you your kid didn't go to school in the philippines but you yourself when you compare your growing up compared to how school mm-hmm. is in the u.s what's the difference so here's the thing i grew up and i went to private school so not mm. only a private school it's a Catholic exclusive for girls. Wow. Okay. <laughs> when I moved here, that's one of the things that I was like thinking of like, hey, started looking into like private schools and whatnot, and then reached out to some friends that grew up here and kind of like asked them about their school experiences and what they've done. And some of my friends, they said that they did private school when they were like in elementary. Mm. No, no, private school in elementary, and then they went PS public school when they were in middle school to high school. Mm-hmm. The reasoning behind that is because their parents thought that it's easier to kind of like establish a study pattern when mm. you were you're in private school, and then you fingers crossed that you bring that when you're in middle school. That's why they moved into public school right around middle school. Mm. But in my case, my husband is full-blown PS public school person Mm. and he's also Jewish so we have to like look into if ever I'm gonna have to bring them to a private school it has to be like a non-sectarial one Uh, yeah to be fair (laughs) all right yeah yeah I guess like the biggest reasoning why we do not bring them to any private school is the cost Mm. it's like way too much you know like it's it's super expensive not to mention that they are we already been paying for their daycare stuff when they were younger mm-hmm. yeah and, and besides like the quality of education between private and private school here there is really no difference mm. maybe private school would have a lot more extracurricular stuff but that's where all the after school work stuff that or after school activities that you as a parent has the option to provide for your kids yeah. but okay it's not within their curriculum but yeah I mean, so far, they've been doing great. My son is actually in the quote-unquote gifted class. Wow, so okay. Studying some advanced stuff, which is good. And I think right now, if I've heard correctly, in our county, they didn't do a lot of accelerations. Like, you know, like, I don't know, when you're mm. growing up, you hear about, like, kids, oh, they should be, like, in first grade. Uh, and yeah. it's, like, they're accelerated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reasoning behind that is their book knowledge might be accelerated but their emotional side and like they're not mature enough for the the grade level so Mm -hmm. that's why in his school they just provide extra stuff like extra knowledge if i may say so myself just so that their brains are stimulated and not get bored Mm -hmm. because they're like kind of like advanced stage so I feel like that that's good. I, I'm not for people accelerating and like mm-hmm. speeding up their education process because again, a lot of them would fail the emotional aspect of yes. it, which isn't really good. And that's one of the things that you actually need as an adult. You need mm-hmm. to like hone and you know, and hopefully that will help you out in your adulthood. But yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm thinking of, for example, Big Bang Theory, Sheldon Cooper's character, <laughs> right? He was accelerated, yeah. but he is emotionally stunted. So you're right, even if your brain is up there, but your emotional age is not. And it's not necessarily mm-hmm. a good thing to force somebody whose brain is 14 years old to also, if he's just 8 years old, right, to mingle with 14-year-old kids as well, right? Yeah, it's it's not going to work out. And besides, and this is my personal belief that, kids should be kids they should be allowed to play and not like mm. keep them in like a 
read books. Not that my kids are actually like playing around outside. That's a big issue right now because I have to like drag their behinds out to go play outside. But Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) for the most part, we let them do it pretty much whatever they want as long as they are done with their homework. That's um, good. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Kids only have this little time to be able to be carefree, right? I mean, when once you hit adulthood. Then when are you going to like want to be a kid when you're old? Because you're always gonna want to recoup those years that were lost or something like that, right? So it's yeah, it's yeah, better that exactly. they do it when yeah. they're actual kids than when they're twenty something years old or whatever. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. We can be jumping around right now. I was like, there are things that I was doing when I was younger, and I'm like, well, I was like climbing trees when I was like mm-hmm. younger, like look. Like lift my feet up, and I'm like, oh, never mind. We're we're gonna go back inside the house. Climb <laughs> the tree anymore. So. True, true. I think I, I read somewhere that someone wanted to because they saw on TV or something that you can jump into you know, a pile of autumn leaves, right? We didn't do that in the Philippines. That wasn't a thing. But then he moved to US or something. He he tried doing it, but he was already I don't know thirty something or whatever. So obviously, yeah, that wasn't gonna end well, right? Because <laughs> First of all, he's heavier now. So, you know, if he jumps into the leaves, he's just going to hit the ground. And then he had a bad hip as a result. Oh, my God. Yes. As a kid, if you do that, you can bounce back immediately because you're a kid. So, (laughs) speaking of leaves, fall leaves, Mm -hmm. uh, my youngest one, a year old one, she actually asked for it. Like, she keeps Mm -hmm. on asking, like, fall already? Is it fall? I'm like, why? Why are you asking Mm -hmm. why it's fall? I want to jump on leaves. <laughs> so what my and I told my husband about that, and mm-hmm. we have a yard and we have like a lot of trees. So what mm-hmm. we ended up doing is raking. We rake all the leaves in the yard when we have like enough. Mm-hmm. And when I say enough, like there's like a whole shipping of them. Mm-hmm. We actually threw her in a on a pile. She was like so happy. It was like mm-hmm. it was like pure joy. It was yeah, like so yeah. Nice. It does look joyful, but yeah, I think for us, if we do that, that's not gonna no, end not well with that. <laughs> No, right. I, I am good. I like film it. Like, do it again, baby. Do it again. It's yeah, so cute. that that does look cute. <laughs> this is just a segue, but since we're talking about school and you know, with the pandemic and all, I'm sure there was some time when your kids had to do online learning at home. <laughs> so, how was that like? Oh, yeah, online learning. Uh-huh. The year 2020. So, what they said. <laughs> yeah, so when the kids school started to close so eventually they were like okay one week we're gonna close out and see where this is going i'm like okay we're not gonna do anything we're just gonna chill Mm. and then eventually weeks became like two weeks and then they started sending materials out Mm. i'm like okay and then i was like kind of like pushing my kids on doing it because you know like it's school stuff Mm. right and we're just trying to survive and whatnot Mm. and then i was like wait let me see. Are they grading this thing? Like, because they're like sending like really thick materials. Mm. It's like PDF, mm-hmm. but I like print it out so that the kids would have like, you know, it's very tangible for them. Mm-hmm. So I print that out and be like, are they really grading this stuff? Because, you know, I can't be like sitting, doing my work because I work from home. Yeah. So I've been doing that stuff and then trying to make sure that they're doing their own thing and mm. then they're like following whatever the teacher is doing. And yeah. obviously, have like a good setup back then because we didn't know like mm, how right. you know <laughs> how um, long it would take yes were, like, <laughs> yeah exactly so they were like on the floor like mm. trying to like talk to them and whatnot and then i was like well it's not braided and i'm like well holy whatever <laughs> i'm like forget about this we're gonna do our own thing so what, mm. what i ended up because i have three kids right so what, mm. what we ended up doing is we i just like created a schedule for them kind mm. of and I just grabbed like a lot of activities from there's like a lot of like hobby stores in here, like mm. craft stores. Mm-hmm. So I would go there and grab some. They have like pre-made activities mm. depending on the season. So that's one of the things that I really, 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 really love about here. They mm. have like this store called Michael's and it's a craft store and they have like activities for kids that are pretty packed or like, you know, like some of them are like has this big whatever thing. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Mm. Anyway, so I grabbed all of those, like have a whole shebang of them. And then we just started doing our own thing. Like in the morning, we'd start at nine. So we'll have like our morning um, 
greeting. So I, I got this board that has like the days of the week, the months of the year, and then we have like the season. So we're going to talk about that. Be like, hey, what did, what day today is? Mm. So, and then kind of so what I did was kind of like, so I have three level, dif- three different levels. Yeah. So I just have them to help each other out. Mm. Granted, it's not the easiest thing to do, especially when my eldest, again, he's the one who has the guilt, the gifted stuff. So uh-huh. have to like, like challenge him as well. Mm. You know, like his knowledge don't get stunted, mm. but yeah, he's just helping them. He's just um trying to help out or asking to help the little sisters out. Mm-hmm. And then he would do like activities. I actually have a microscope now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> with slides. Cool. We have like three slides mm-hmm. and then I actually have an actual slide and a dye set, mm. like chemicals stuff okay goes with it we have like this little projector stuff for like the solar system because we studied solar system mm. have like test tubes and whatnot so we have we can do like experiments for like chemical reaction mm-hmm. and all of these things that we were doing like my youngest one is involved as well so sometimes i'd be like what the heck we're talking about like the solar system and this little one is like you know like is there like am i am i pushing too far yeah what the heck She's enjoying it. She mm-hmm. looks like she's happy. I mean, for the most part, what I try to make sure is everyone is able to put their hand into it and mm-hmm. kind of like touch it so that involved. And so far, she's she's done great. So we've done a lot of like excursion trips because here in the U.S., even during the pandemic, which is up until now, we were able to go out. It's mm-hmm. not like a total lock that they do in the Philippines that you can't even go out of your yeah. house, right? Mm-hmm. So able to go to some parks and we just made sure that they're like spaced out there's not mm-hmm. a lot of people in there mm-hmm. and i mean for the things that we were trying to do we were like trying to grab moss from the tree and like scraping it and like mm-hmm. putting it on this light so we, we did that kind of stuff and the kids love that mm-hmm. my youngest one loved all of those things we call our school like the chubby bunny mommy school that's mm-hmm. what we call our school okay and she just remembers it at like having to do like a lot of activities my two eldest kids want to daycare i don't want her to stop learning and kind of want to make sure that when she goes back to school she's on par with her peers right mm-hmm. granted the pandemic and everyone kind of like was held back mm-hmm. there's like a great resource online of like things that you could get to do like activities for like kids her age granted mm. some of that stuff she would like color i taught her like numbers and kind of like colors as well so we do like a lot of like the number color stuff like there's the house and like you know like it has like a number and whatnot and a color assignment we've done a lot of that we've done a lot of cutting activities the only downside is because the little kid is so 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 aware of that kind of stuff that i've done for her when i brought her to school because she does not get that one-on-one time with a teacher anymore she would go back home and tell me like, hey, mom, I want to do an activity. I'm like, <laughs> did you not do an activity at school? And I was like going through her activity stuff from my phone because they, they, the daycare has the updates. Mm-hmm. I was like, honey, you did some activities. Like, I'm not happy. I just want to, I want to do some more. <laughs> because, you know. I see. Right around that time, we had like a reunion, like a high school reunion with my school, a virtual, virtual mm-hmm. one of that. Mm. And man, I was thanking my teachers. I was like, dude, you guys are like the best. Like I have my own kids. I was like teaching my kids and mm-hmm. I cannot stand it. I want to throw <laughs> them out the door, especially when they're acting up. Like, And I guess you want to do that to me when I was younger too, but you mm-hmm. can't because I'm not your kid and mm-hmm. you're going to get sued and whatnot. But I'm like really thankful for you guys. I like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like thanking them and praising each one of them. Like, oh. It was like, <laughs> like I know teachers really are like do a good job mm-hmm. and their works hard, but having to do it myself, like it was a, like a total eye opener. Mm, yeah, I'm sure. And like have them like higher pedestal than I have, I have them before. But man, I was like mm, the patience that you guys have, and these are not your kids. <laughs> I can't, I cannot. <laughs> like I will not do this again. <laughs> pandemic aside one main difference i would think is that in the philippines i don't remember that parents would necessarily play so much with their kids oh no probably because we had a lot of cousins or a lot of people our age i live in a compound growing up in the philippines but i don't remember actually 
playing with my parents. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> no, and and that's one of the things that I wanted to change with my kids. So we played silly stuff with the, with the kids. Like my husband and I, we would run around and play with them. <laughs> we would act out. We would like play karate with them. Ah, uh, that's so cute. Yeah, I think that is a difference. And I think somebody in Germany said that you know, growing up, they had their parents play board games with them, and that's not really something that we did a lot. With our parents, right? No, no, not not in my family. Not in my family either. No, with my family, and I don't know if I'm like calling them out, but <laughs> we never really even like go on vacation. Yes, yeah, yeah. We would go on vacation if we're gonna be with like the whole clan. Ah, uh, yes, yes, exactly. Christmas reunion or something. Yeah, because the sister who was in the U.S. is gonna be paying for it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> But nothing, none that we're trying to do. Like we haven't established a whole lot of like traditions, I guess. Mm, like yeah, it's outside of the the local stuff. Like right now, what work we try to do is like we hike, mm-hmm. or we would like camp out, like go to the to the mountains and like camp in there, sleep in the tents and whatnot. That's just one of the things we do with the kids. We go and like and kind of like kind of every year we, we try to do something before the new school starts so that's one of the things that we've done and i was like talking to my brother about it i'm like yeah we've never done anything like that right like yeah, nope <laughs> yeah i don't think it was common I, I don't know if it's because of money constraints for one thing Maybe, <laughs> i was thinking a, about that too yeah or is it a generational thing i don't know i guess it's both yeah it's probably a mix of both things mix of both and I also don't recall that my parents ever had time for themselves either. As you said, like if you go out on a date with your husband, you have somebody to look after your yeah. kids. But I think I don't know. My parents never. Yeah, my parents never dated. Exactly right. So <laughs> I think that is also a difference. Yeah. You know, if they're gonna go somewhere, it's always the whole family that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always the whole family. Or maybe it's their, just their personality. But my parents were never showing. Yeah, me. My so I wouldn't don't see know. them hug or. Each other kind of like show love. <laughs> yeah, they, they never did as well. <laughs> so I mean, just I guess just because around the kids, I don't know. Like, but my my husband and I would like was we're, we're pretty open with the kids, mm. so we would hug, we would like kind of like kiss in front of them, mm-hmm. and 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 my thinking because of why we do these things mm. and why we're pretty open to that is because I want my kids to see what a quote-unquote normal relationship yeah, is. Yeah. I want them to see that, hey, you know, like you want someone who's going to kiss you and hug you in front of your kids. Or mm-hmm. You know, like establishing what normal is. Yeah. So so that's what we're trying to do. And outside of the fact that, like, why would we be keeping ourselves from <laughs> obviously not like, the intimate crappy stuff or intimate stuff? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, obviously there's you know, a line. Like, but yeah, I, th- I think even the film, maybe it's again, I don't know if it's a product of the generations again, like in the Philippines. I feel it's like more, it's, gener- it's a generational yeah, It's more thing. conservative before, right? So mm-hmm. you were not allowed to be showy, even like clothes and whatnot. It was all more strict before. So maybe that's the whole product of the generation. Yeah. <laughs> How about bedtime stories? Because that's something I see a lot on TV, but I never, not really experienced it. Like sometimes mm-hmm. mom used to read me stories, but it wasn't like at bedtime. It was like she was trying to teach me how to read, you know, that, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, what is that book? <laughs> ne- was that Nena? Yeah, the, and, yeah. And, and that the yellow book with a girl. Oh, yeah. And then there was a dog. <laughs> see Bantai. See Bantai Run. Something yeah, like yeah. that, right? Yeah. <laughs> run, Bantai, run. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I was like looking for that book. I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is the I, 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 I learned how to read names that will help my kids, but I couldn't mm-hmm. find anything. Mm-hmm. Bedtime stories. Yes. Did I do that with my eldest when we were in the Philippines? No. Mm-hmm. Did I do that when we, were, we moved here? Uh, heck yeah, because that's what we saw in the movies. Uh, <laughs> that and the fact that I, it's routine, I guess. Like mm-hmm. kids thrive on routine. Mm. With my eldest, is like you know he's he's gonna have a bath, mm. and then after the, like so it's dinner, bath time, and then bedtime stories, okay. and then that definitely helps, especially when we move him to his own room. So mm. we start we. we sleeping and when i move here we continue that the after a while mm. 
we eventually moved him to his own room. And that's what helped in kind of like setting up a routine so he doesn't go berserk. Like when mm-hmm. we ju- just to the room and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. With my second, we continued doing that, but like a little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Just because there's like two kids, we're just trying to like bathe and whatnot or shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the third one, we kind of still do it, but not a whole lot, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it not so long ago. I was like, we have like a guideline of a routine, mm-hmm. but we haven't strictly done it for like my third kid of like reading a book and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still have the dinner, shower, and do whatever you want after. <laughs> and typically, our bedtime is at 30. Mm. So we try to do everything before 8.30. 8.30, we bring them to bed, they go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least they try to. Mm-hmm. So with the youngest one, if we're able to finish up dinner and clean up early, so they have like a whole time before 8.30, and they would typically ask for device. And I guess like you're so tired. And this is me like giving out excuses already. And like mm-hmm. you're so tired and you're trying to do the dishes and trying to clean up while, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing their own thing. And then 8.30 hits. Mm. I was like, nope, device is out, you go to sleep. And the youngest be like, I want a book. Well, honey, if you wanted a book, you should have asked earlier. <laughs> like, there's a blog everywhere. But I've been thinking about it. Well, you're the adult. Like, you should have at least asked if you wanted a book, right? <laughs> but, but there's also, like, some, some something telling me, like, damn, you're so tired. You just want to just sit down and, like, mm-hmm. do whatever. And, mm. and she would choose five books, too. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you read all of those? No. Just <laughs> it would be the max. Yeah. Okay, okay. Two would be <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And then we like browse through the book too. Like, what kind of book is this? Mm. Oh, this is too long. Cannot be. We can't read that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I try to like uh, get back to reading a book with her like the next, the following morning if we have the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you try to like do this stuff again. And kind of like give back to her what what she lost, if anything. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up with books with bedtime yeah. stories. I my dad telling a story, but it's not a routine thing. Mm, yeah. I learned about Pegasus and Ulysses. My dad's like a Greek mythology fan, oh, okay, okay. So he would tell stories about that kind of stuff, and mm. obviously that's why I got Penelope as, as one of my first names. Oh, right? I see. Okay. So he would. Tell me all about that stuff. But again, it's not something that's routine, something that he would do like every night. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't think that was a routine in the Philippines for sure. Before. Yeah. Be, I, don't, I don't know now, but you're right. Maybe, maybe parents who have been watching the Western movies and TV shows have yeah. also started doing it, right? We, we don't really know. But aside from that, how about um, disciplining? What's the difference between disciplining a kid in the Philippines? versus your own kids the experience i would pull like the philippine experience i would pull is my personal experience mm-hmm. i got palo and that's something yeah. that <laughs> i still do and i still believe that's working out for my kids no i do not beat them to that yeah, yeah of course not. i just yeah um that's called the news but before i do that my husband and i actually um had to sit down and talk about it mm-hmm. it's, and we kind of like discussed if that is the tactic that we would both agree on mm-hmm. and i guess i don't know if it's the right word but luckily enough he's okay with giving them palo mm-hmm. said because growing up he didn't get any mm-hmm. he would get like time timeouts okay. he, he got sent to his room mm-hmm. but he felt like it never worked for him yeah i don't think that would work that's why and he just became why if anything because mm-hmm. he would go he would be like sent to his room and then he's just going to get out from the window. That kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, he's gonna, okay. He's going to get grounded. So mm-hmm. he's going to skirt around that. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and that's why he said, like, he's fine with that. Mm-hmm. So we have done that. One of the things that we just need to make sure of, if ever we give them palo, we just give them in the fleshy part of their body, which is the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so we try to focus on that one. And mm-hmm. we try not to um, leave any marks. And I think one of the difference with how I was dealt with versus how I do it with my kids is after the Palo event, mm-hmm. we'd leave them and then we'd go back when everyone is like cooled down. Mm. And we, I actually like sit down and actually look them in the eye and discuss this with them. What happened? 
what can we do about it? We involve them in mm. make, in creating a plan on how to make it better, mm. I guess. And I think one of the best things, and I could be wrong, that I've done for my kids is as a parent, I say sorry to my kids. Oh, that is actually good, yeah. And then I also admit it to them when I'm wrong. Which we never heard from our parents while growing up, yes. <laughs> yeah, I never heard yeah, any any of that from my parents. And I feel like that's one of the things that I'm doing right, mm. that it shows them that parents are humans, mm. that there's a vulnerability within being with being a parent, and mm. they can be wrong. So yeah. Because their parents can be wrong. As a kid, they could also be wrong. Mm. Then they can see that too, right? Mm-hmm. And they do not like see every adult as someone like if you know they do not equate that a grown up or an adult is always right. Yeah, which is good. Yes. Even though I follow them, we just talk to them about that, <laughs> and like what I said, we just involve them in all that. But oh man, but is it easy? It it is not easy at all, especially <laughs> if you have an eldest one who acts like he's twenty five. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my. God. Ugh. it's too much sometimes like and then after that they'd be like can i go on a device can i go on a computer i'm like dude do we not just have a discussion of how you are mean and are you asking me if you can go on the computer like no no mm. <laughs> so, yeah it's it's challenging to be a parent <laughs> yeah i can imagine it must be difficult and aside from punishments, I think we also, our parents also tried to prevent us from doing things that they don't want, want us to do by telling lies. For example, I remember there was this, for example, um, oh, they want you to bring your chinelas or your slippers inside the house at night, right? Because they don't want somebody to steal your slippers. But they concoct this story saying, oh, if you leave that outside, then some satanic cult is going to put something on the slipper. And then if you put it on, then you will become a part of that satanic cult, like brainwash. You know, those yeah. kinds of things, which are like, <laughs> what? Uh, so do you have anything like that in the US or no? No, I think the only thing that is in the US that I could think of is very close to that would be the Easter bunnies. The recent one, like the elf in the shelf. Oh yeah, I've seen those. What what, what is that? A, uh, can you explain for people who are not familiar? Yeah. So it, the story goes is that someone gives you the elf on a shelf. Okay, it would come with a book and will tell you that Santa sent out an elf to wash over the kids mm. and make sure that be and whatnot. Every day, the parents are tasked to move this stupid elf <laughs> and like move them everywhere so that uh-huh. you know like it would be alive and some of them would actually do some silly stuff like I have a friend who's she's very creative I give her that mm-hmm. she would like draw on her kid's face and it will be like blamed on the elf or whatnot like the elves are being naughty mm. so I guess like that pushing the kids to be I don't know mm-hmm we don't do that in this house because this mom does not want to be moving like that stupid <laughs> elf everywhere every morning. And the kids would be like, if you forget to, to move the elf, the kids would be like, oh, why didn't the elf like move, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to deal with that. Okay. Have my kids ever asked if our house would be visited by an elf? Yes, they mm-hmm. have. Because obviously they go to school, right? Yeah. And? And I said, honey, our house is technologically advanced. Mm-hmm. We have cameras everywhere. Because we do, I have like cameras um, in the house, um, okay. just because, mm-hmm. so that when I see them or whatnot, I could still see them. Mm-hmm. I can see wherever they are. But anyway, so I was like telling them we have cameras in the house. We don't need any elf, mm-hmm. so Santa can watch over you without the elf. <laughs> that is a good excuse, actually. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know, like as a mom, I'm speaking for myself, especially during the holidays. The holidays, so we have Thanksgiving, and then. So my husband's Jewish, so we also have Hanukkah, mm. and that's about like eight nine days of supposedly like gift giving, mm-hmm. but we only first and the last night, um, and then you have Christmas, mm-hmm. and then you have New Year's Eve. Wow! So, so many. As, um, pretty much heads all of those things. Yes, I am very busy. Mm. Moving. I can't be bothered to be moving elves already <laughs> when I'm trying to figure out what Santa will give my kids. Uh huh. Yeah. Santa here does not give gifts that my kids actually asked for mm. i mean they would give them gifts like small items mm. it, it, it still be toys but again it's not one of the big items that mm. 
for any big ticket items mm -hmm. would be coming from mom and dad because Santa ain't getting that. <laughs> Thanks, it's gonna be mom and dad because yeah. they work hard. Yes. It's not Santa. Mm -hmm. And also, like I think I've read, and it's also a good reason why you don't want Santa to be taking credit for like the, the big ticket yes. items mm -hmm. because there's like a lot of kids whose parents can't afford big ticket items yeah. that Santa would have. like. What the heck, like. Your Santa is four and their Santa is like fresh. Yeah. So we kind of like tips mm. the balance. <laughs> like they, they talk a lot about of stuff in school. Mm -hmm. And speaking of which, I just, I was like talking to my Elvis because I'm just checking up on him. Mm. And I asked him if, so here's the thing. My kids has not watched any MCU stuff. Okay. They who Captain America is because they know, mm -hmm. but they haven't seen the movie and all that kind of mm -hmm. shit. So I was like talking to him, and apparently, kids talk up. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's naive for me to not think about mm -hmm. that, but they talk about that kind of stuff at school. And he said, Yeah, um, I don't know what they're talking about, but also, like they said, like, the actor for Black Panther died. I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. um, so because of that, we started watching MCU now. But you with have the Disney kids. Plus, right? We have Disney, mm -hmm. so we, we got that covered. But we've never have them watch any of that because my husband thinks. And here's the irony: mm -hmm. my husband thinks it's gory. No, oh, okay. The killing and all that stuff. But mind you, my eldest plays Assassin's Creed. <laughs> he plays killing games. Okay. He watches anime. So yeah, so okay. <laughs> like I don't know why you think it's going, but I just don't want to, you know, like mm -mm -mm. upset him because I made the kids watch. So now we're like all watching it. Okay, so. that's good then. I mean, at least if you're all watching it together, right? You can guide them and you know say when they need to close their eyes and whatnot. Which I know my parents. The, by the way, they still do that. No. <laughs> Never, my, never, 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 never my mom would used eyes. to like oh you need to close your eyes if it's like you know kissing scene or something which is quite yeah, funny my, my daughter would say like he, when she sees like a kissing scene even mm -hmm. if it's just like she would say ew I'm like mm -hmm. why you see mom and dad kiss like why would you no, yeah, like yeah. I don't know ew I'm like and, and I find it very odd for her to say that because you know we've never done it with her we've we watch like 80s shows, mm -hmm. movies. Mm -hmm. We have them watch the Goonies. We've watched them. We have them watch Osmosis Jones. What else? Like, oh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm. And there are like windows in there that I'm like, my husband and I are like, holy crap. No, this is not for kids nowadays. Oh, really? What, what, what scene? I don't remember. I forgot. I forgot. But there are like things that they've said, like racist stuff. And oh. like some other stuff that... Okay. You know, like back in the day, it's like, hey, okay. But yeah. now it's kind of like, <laughs> no, we, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. But so we would watch it with them. And obviously we're, we're there if mm -hmm. they're going to be asking. Mm -hmm. But we never like reacted on it like while watching. So mm -hmm. that not to put any emphasis that oh, yeah. it's bad mm -hmm. okay. or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but I mean, we're open. If they ask about it, we're going to answer them truly mm -hmm. but if they don't then we're good because <laughs> if you because no because i feel like if you just reacted on if you act on it you're going to give more attention to mm -hmm. it yeah true true so so that's what we've always done yeah okay <laughs> interesting <laughs> Okay, I suppose it's the last question I want to ask, which one of mm -hmm. our listeners was curious about was, do you teach your kids how to speak Tagalog in the U.S.? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have I instinctively teach them how to words in Tagalog? During the pandemic, yes. I've mm. actually gotten like flashcards that have Tagalog words in them, like practice it with them. Do they know Tagalog words? Yes, they know palo, wet, kitili. They know private parts in Tagalog mm. All right. and in English and is it both? Do they speak Tagalog? No. Mm. Do they know how to speak the alphabet in Tagalog? Yes. Even the numbers because again during pandemic it's one of the things that I've taught them. Mm -hmm. Why do I speak with them in Tagalog? Not really. I see. And again it goes back to the why. Mm -hmm. um, it's because I cannot like they ha they don't hear it often enough for them to understand it and to learn it it's one of the downside of like 
being by yourself and mm-hmm. being in a place where there isn't a lot of Filipinos. Mm-hmm. And just because, again, you don't practice it. And that's one of the things that like with kids, they don't have that experience of hearing the language enough for them to kind of like be curious to understand and to learn it. Mm. My husband is not Tagalog. I, I was going to say that that's probably more of the main reason, right? Like you, you don't yeah. speak Tagalog at home. Why would they hear that, right? Unless you have family. Uh, yeah, how, but, yeah. yeah, That's one of the reasons why Filipinos in California would have more opportunity in that case because it's mm. just a whole lot of groups there and you're probably like have families around the area as well oh yeah and honestly i didn't put too much emphasis on my kids learn having to learn the language again mm. just because i did not see the use for it okay. yeah and it's just gonna be difficult for them to practice it anyway yeah that's true is that a good decision is, is that a decision that i was happy no mm-hmm. no had i thought about it more i should have pushed for it a lot mm. more. Yeah, but that would have been purely on you and that would be difficult, right? Like, you're the only yeah, one teaching and, them, so... <laughs> that, and the fact that I'm working as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was that was very challenging. Mm. It wasn't organic, at least with yeah. my family. It wasn't an organic thing that would happen. I mean, plus my parents understood English enough, yes, yeah. so... I, I would think so. It never occurred that it was a need for my family for them to actually learn it. Mm-hmm. If they... Yes, I am. You know, I'm open to teaching them about it, but they mm-hmm. have to have the drive to actually learn the, the thing. But they know when I'm like starting speaking Tagalog in the house. Oh shoot, my mom's mad. She started <laughs> speaking stuff that we don't know about. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> you teach your kids how to speak English because that's what they're going to be using to communicate to everybody else, right? So yeah, same thing. Not even just in US. I have friends in Singapore who, yeah, their kid also doesn't know how to speak Tagalog and. Even though, you know, their parents are both Filipinos. And I, I don't think, again, it was not really a conscious decision to exclude it. It's just that no, yeah. there is a need to teach the kid how to speak to everyone else. So as not to confuse the kid, right? That and, and I feel like it would have been easier if I started talking to them in Tagalog and pure Tagalog when they were younger. Because they can learn English organically because everyone else in their lives mm-hmm. is going to be speaking English. Mm-hmm. But like what you mentioned, it just didn't occur to me that I should do that or that I need to do that just because we were just focused on making sure that the kids are alive and yeah, like yeah. they're eating <laughs> craziness. So that was like put in the back burner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't a priority back then. All right. So I think we can close this. I guess the final thoughts we could leave the listeners with is like, how do you think, is it difficult to merge you know, being a Filipino and also being an American, I guess, right? So is it difficult to balance that? I think for me, the one of the things as, as a parent, you just want to give love and, you know, as much understanding to your kids and all. You want just, you just want to give the world to your kids, really. That, that's what it is. Um, as to merging, like, disciplining tactics and whatnot, I try to put in and include... Um, some culture mm-hmm. into how I deal with the kids. They have the Asian experience. They could still make TikTok videos if that is the little mm-hmm. thing when they're like bigger about the palo and whatnot. So they do have that. They have content. <laughs> mm-hmm. There really isn't like a conscious effort per se of like, hey, I want to do this because it's a Filipino thing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It just happens organically because of how I was brought up, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Like balance it out with is this something that you want to imply to the kids is this the experience you want to have for your kids because at the end of the day your own experience would be a part of it and it's either you just stick with the experience or use the experience to better yourself Mm -hmm. as a parent and for me there is a conscious effort and making sure that the experiences i got when i was a kid i would provide it i would give them to my kids but with an upgrade so the discipline but at the end of the day while you're disciplining it's not just the palo it's palo plus plus yeah so you know you you assure them that you love them if you tell them what's going on you just don't give them the palo or something like that so (laughs) okay you kind of like apply all the new stuff that you learn that you read and kind of make sure that 
these kids are still going to be a functional human being <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And I guess that's the the advantage of being a Filipino growing up in the Philippines and also having your husband who grew up in America is that you could actually select the ones that are best in both cultures, right? And then apply them to your kids. Yeah. As you said, the punishments, the palo seemed to have worked better for you and whereas the punishments he got he felt was not really enough so that's why you chose the palo right yeah yeah it's not like you're beating the kids no out of what their deal is okay. <laughs> yeah yeah i think as long as you're not living in a bruises like you mentioned right so i think that's that's good we i mean we didn't enjoy the palo while growing up but looking back i'm glad that i had the palo yeah <laughs> Me too, because I still, I mean, I still, I, I respect my parents up until this day. Mm-hmm. There are things that like, I can't say bad words about my parents. Like I have like a sailor's mouth. Mm-hmm. When I'm around my parents, I like die, like dial it down like a mm-hmm. big, big bunch. And even within like my, my husband's family, if his parents are around, I dial it down. Like you mm-hmm. have that ocean. Grown ups. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which is a good thing, I would think. Yeah. All right, then. Thank yeah. you very much for guesting on here. That was a lot of interesting information that I got from you, and I'm sure our listeners would also find a lot of value in that. Do you have anything that you would like to plug? You don't seem to have a podcast, but in case you have anything else, let the listeners know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do not have a podcast. I do have an Instagram account. If you guys mm-hmm. can follow me, it's it. Um, I think it's Super Wicked Mom. I just post stuff about my kids, mm-hmm. my cooking, and basically the activities that I do with my kids. Okay. Not a lot of my face. I'm sorry. It's just, just my kids for the most part. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to Banana Q Podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any thoughts about this episode's topic, or about anything relevant to Filipinos, please leave a comment on our Instagram at Podcast, and follow us to keep in touch. Thanks for listening!